It's two out-of-work actors bitching. I'm Todd Anderson, and I'm here with working actor... Lombardo, Duncan- for, Lombardo from Toronto, Boyar, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I cut off your Are intro. You fu- I fear you, you, you <laughs> gave me a bigger intro, and I fucking jumped in. I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> You're not watching Storage Wars? I'm not watching Storage Wars, man. Yeah, I was telling Todd before he sat on here, I'm watching way too much Storage Wars. And Hoarders... And uh, do you like that shit? And intervention. <laughs> do you like that shit, or are you just uh, well? It's, watching I, have, it? I, I have pretty much basic cable here, and like I only know how to use like uh, Netflix on the computer that my wife let me bring. And like I was telling Todd, everybody, this is the first time fucking Lombardo from Toronto has done this shit and hooked it up all by himself. you figured out the tech that's great i did the tech all by myself everybody my wife's gonna be so proud of course by the time that you get back right well it'll be up to you because you have young kids and they're not going to be vaccinated yet probably but they might uh but by the time you get back my family will be fully vaxxed that's awesome we would be able to at your discretion if you felt comfortable because yeah, you know, we're, pretty kids cool. aren't vaccinated, we're pretty cool. We're pretty confident in our kids being, you know, pretty strong. Their immune systems. We let them play in the dirt, and my my wife fills them up with so much vitamin C and so much other holistic crap. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, you know, if, if as long as you're washing your hands and oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys all that. You're not gonna be spitting making, into your. We're mouth. not gonna be making out, Todd. So yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I kind of, I always hope. You know, when yeah. you're here in person and we're doing it in person, I always hope that you'll lean over the mic yeah. and, and just kiss me, but you never do. There's no. a lot of sexual tension. There's a lot of sexual <laughs> tension. Well, especially when you have a big, giant fucking pussy behind you. What's up with that? <laughs> he's got a That's big, my cat. He's got a background. Of, yeah, what's his name? God, wait, don't tell me. I got to get it. Ah, damn it. Uh, it's with a B, I want to say. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Damn, it's not Beethoven. That's too obvious. Mm-mm. It's somebody better. I really like the name. He's awesome. Buford? Is it Buford? Oh. <laughs> no, but that's no, a, no. the next The next cat I'm going to get. I'm going to name him Buford Pusser after that guy from the Walking Tall movies. Nice. Good call. That's it. You remember his name, Buford Pusser. All right. What's his How name? How can you forget can- the name Pusser? Pusser. Such, yeah. I'll never forget. I was like, Really? But it was based on a true story, so I guess that's the guy's real name, Pusser. Pusser. Nice. When the rock, when the rock played it, it they changed the name. Oh, he's like, I'm not doing a movie where my name is Pusser. Yeah. <laughs> right. That sounded exactly like the Rock. No, it didn't. It did not. <laughs> uh, I also watched fucking WWE wrestling. Fucking like they're searching for their lost artifacts. That show's really good. They got like four million viewers, man. <laughs> I tell you what, what, I'm just taking this like the biggest, like I'm acting like a college student. I'm taking this as like a 14, like 
day vacation. I just get to do like whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, as long as you don't leave within exactly. the confines. I, dude, I put a chair in front of my door. Like, you know, it's locked. Also, because it feels a little sketchy here because I'm in downtown. I'm right by mm-hmm. the um, the CN Tower. It's like half a block mm-hmm. from me. But it, like there's some weird shit. Like the first night I got here, there was a weird girl out front. Um, do you, do you ask I, her I to begged, come upstairs? I was, I was about to come in. I was about to come in and I begged the guy to like let me smoke one last cigarette. He's like, go ahead, uh. quick. So I smoked like half a cigarette, but this girl was out there already going like, hey, can I have one of those? I've never had one of those. And I'm like, uh, never. Uh, yeah, like not a cigarette, but just my brand. She saw the yellow pack, oh. American Spirits. Oh. So I was like, uh, sure. I gave her one. And then um, she was really creepy. So she made me leave really quick because she was like scary, like creepy. She's like, yeah, oh. like, like right away throughout. I'm in room 406. It's like, okay. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, seriously. But then I came <laughs> But then I came inside, but I came inside. And I'm like, oh, great. First night, I'm already getting tested. <laughs> I, made, I, made a, I, I made a joke. You didn't hear me, but I said, oh, did ahead. you ask her upstairs? And oh, literally, yeah. she asked you upstairs. Yeah. No, she's just telling me what room she's in. Because I was like, I'm in quarantine. As soon as she said that, I was like, I'm going to quarantine. I am not fucking this job up. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> but, or my uh, marriage. Yeah, that, that would be bad. Uh, so all the way around, she was just creepy. And I was like, Oh, I'm going inside. No, thanks, so what Murphy. was creepy about her? I mean, she's obviously sexually aggressive. Well, the way level. she's looking and just look like she's kind of on drugs, something. Oh, okay. You know, she's out there. And then some, I don't know if it's her boyfriend or what, but he, he walked behind her slowly, just looked at him and goes, what's up, homie? Like, you know, the voice didn't match Do you the guy. think, do you think maybe this was maybe... Yeah, a maybe they pimp, maybe. prostitute situation? It could be. Well, that's what I'm saying. So... That's to go back to what I was saying. I have literally have a chair in front of my door. Number one is a reminder for me to like not to leave, not to leave the room because <laughs> I get too wait. When, and I start when you say it's it, it's in, it's inside the room and you just put it in front of your door. Yeah, because you know it's a turning handle lock. So if you put a chair just right, it's not going to open. You know the legs are going to hit the ground. It's it's right up to the handle. It's a you know ghetto security, but it works. You're going to hear that before anything. Get up, Ellie. You have enough time. <laughs> no. So, because no. yeah, look, it's Toronto, but I'm still downtown. So, <laughs> right. Well, Canada has crime too. You they know. do, dude. It's told you. Been watching a lot of Intervention Canada. You know, there's drug addicts in Canada really? too, big time. Yeah. It's everywhere, oh, yeah. now, as we know. It's a crisis. Yeah. It's what, a crisis. I mean, I mean, you mean opiate addicts? Oh, yeah. Opiate, heroin, everything. Like, interventions about, they cover everything. If you've never seen that show, it's great. And it's really sick to say, and I'm not downplaying any, you know, as we know, drug addiction is serious. We've talked about it. I did a movie about it called Never Get Out of the Boat, which they show at drug courts. Like, if you go through a program, you might have seen me in Never Get Out of the Boat as Caesar, which is funny. It's one of those movies. They watch them. They show them to kind of, like, help them through recovery and cause they're going to go into a halfway home and that's where we live. So it's kind of like, here, this is what your life could be. <laughs> and, uh, so, but my point is, um, fuck cheers. That's my point. <laughs> I told you, I just, I want to, I want to see what they're talking video. about. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's great. The intervention. You never seen it. Oh, but that's what I was yeah. to say. No disrespect because I like to watch it hungover. It's the sickest <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's the sickest thing ever. <laughs> no, I there, that's the thing. Like there are movies 
like, have you ever seen that movie, Leaving Las Vegas? Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, I love it. So I like that movie too. It's 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 very uh, uh, bleak. Um, it might be my but, favorite Mike Fidges film. I think Mike Figs Fidges Figus Fidges. Yeah, I don't know how to say. Yeah. It's definitely uh, definitely one of his best. But the th- the weird thing about that movie is it's horrible because you're watching someone kill himself with booze. Yeah. Despite that he's in love with Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Uh, who's who's like one of my favorites. She's like, great. I, Mine too. Like, I love her. If man. I was a if I was a career drunk like that, you know, and and Elizabeth Shue wanted to date me, I'd probably get sober really fast. But that's just me. I'd probably yeah. go into rehab so I could have a long relationship with Elizabeth Shue. But um, the point is, is like he's poisoning himself and it's horrible what he's doing to himself yeah. the whole time. And and that movie makes me want to drink. It doesn't make me I know. want to drink. I, we have the same disease. We have the same disease. And like I, I, Alcoholism, I it it's called. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we're functioning, right? Like, get off our backs, people. Uh, <laughs> We don't drink every day that much, okay, people? So, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're res- not. We're respectable yeah, we're not. working yeah. actors that have a family. We're working, okay? Even though it's two out of fucking work uh, actors bitching. Oh, and also, yeah, I'm especially buzzed right now in case anybody's – because I'm out of here, guys. I get out Thursday morning. Woo! So, so when you're out, what is your schedule going to be like? Well – uh, first thing up is wardrobe. They're picking me up at eight, eight thirty in the morning. So as soon as I get out, I'm going straight. I'm going to me- never going to be so happy to go to wardrobe in my life. I'm going to uh-huh. probably be out there at seven thirty. Like what's up? I mean, I don't know. If I, I don't can- put clothes on. Let me put clothes on. <laughs> exactly. But I got to figure out if I can, what time I can get out legally. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's like, it's got to be to the hour. You know what I mean? Like I got in. I don't know. What do you mean? Well, like, I mean, I'm saying maybe I can't get out till I'm not allowed to get out till 8 a.m. You know, I can't go out. Oh, for the, qu- the quarantine. For the quarantine. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it ends officially at 8, which is why they're picking me up at 830. I don't know. So as soon as it's up, you could go. Yeah. And then you just you get picked up. You get taken to either wardrobe, the wardrobe fitting. Or is this wardrobe, a studio? Wardrobe makeup. Or location? I, I'm going to find out. Yeah, I have no idea. Know. Yeah, I have no idea. So we'll definitely find out. I would assume it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, my boss, the director, Taylor Sheridan, has, I don't know, like 10 movies in the theaters right now. <laughs> no. Wait, what, is, what does he have in the theaters right now? He's got the one with uh, Michael B. Jordan. Well, he didn't do that. He did the screenplay. Or Without they, remorse? They, yeah, they definitely mentioned him even in the previews. Because that's a good thing about watching this the cable line. I'm watching all the trailers and all the stuff that I've, that I've missed, right? And then he also did the, uh, he also wrote uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Like he he wrote that. Oh, that's coming out yeah, this Friday. Angelina Jolie, yeah, she's got both those movies out right now, dude. So he's killing it. Wow. Yeah. Good so for good for Taylor Sheridan. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you. Um, so that's gonna be good. I mean, I don't think I'm giving anything away. All that stuff is out. So I saw a little. Uh, even if you go to Paramount Plus, if you just look them up, there's already a little kind of promo for uh, this show already. We're not even shooting it. And Jeremy Renner, oh, really? Jeremy Renner and him are talking about it, and they tell you kind of a quick story. It's pretty cool. Like uh, Kingston here in Canada, um, it's called Kingstown. That's what it's about. But it's I didn't know it was based kind of on a true area, uh, but apparently it, it it is, and it's basically everyone who works there is in or around the crime system. 
So you either work in the, in the jails or you work at a prison or you're a cop or, you know, or a lawyer. So everything has to do with crime. Like that's the huh. main thing. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Right on. What else have you been uh, watching besides, have you been watching anything besides reality TV shows? Yeah. And, and, I really and, liked- and Sheridan films. Anything yeah, exactly. Uh, kissing butt. Uh, a lot of Jeremy Renner. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, I did do. Uh, I watched. I I was upset, and I'm saying Latinos are probably upset with me because I finally watched finished uh, the Beauty and the Baker, which is on Netflix, and it was an ABC series. And you guys should watch it. Give it a shot. It's it's really good. I mean, it's it's about this Cuban Latino family that has a bakery. And their oldest son, uh, it, it starts off great. The opening scene will get you. It's, it's cute. It's ABC, but it's really funny. And the acting is great. It's just got a lot of heart, man. And it really got me. And it's a great series, but it, they only gave it one season. And I don't know if it's coming back, but like, this is the first uh, show that Latinos really outraged about. And now I know why, because I saw it and it's really good. It's, oh, it's, okay. it's amazing, yeah. The, the but you you're you don't mean outrage. They're mad. They're not mad at it. They're in. Oh, they're it. outraged, yeah, because it's not coming back. I mean, if you watch this show, oh, oh they're mad. Yeah, it's I mean, canceled, they, they right? didn't get gets canceled. Yeah, they didn't give it an, even a, a second season. They did nine. Um, but it's great, dude. It, it's so good. And basically, the oldest son. They, I don't give too much away. So you guys watch it. Watch the first episode. See what you think. But basically, he has a run in with this one of the biggest like iconic. A fashion model stars, you know, mm-hmm. in the country because this girl took them out to dinner mm-hmm. and they were into, just watch it. But then they, so they have, they try to have this relationship, like this regular baker that works with his family with this. It's like you were dating JLo, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're kind of in the business, but if you're just some baker and all of a sudden mm-hmm. JLo wants to date you and it's about how trying to get those two worlds together, you know, they both have to try to figure it out. But it's about a lot more, and it's funny. It's got a huge heart. You know, it's really good. Yeah, I recommend it, mm-hmm. man. So I was, I, it really got me. I was like, oh, sweet. Now I know why everybody oh. was pissed. And, of course, I have a couple friends on it. Everybody's great. No. Yeah. It's weird how some things don't stay around, despite how beloved they are, at least by a You may not like it. You may what? not like it, because it is very, you know, it's... It might be, it might not have enough edge for you. Cause I was just thinking oh. right now, it just hit me. Cause you like your movies and shows fucking like, like edgy, like nasty, uh, crazy, like fucked up. It, yeah. Yeah. Un- unlike yeah. your, unlike your music. You like really white music. <laughs> I like unchallenging white music and really awful screen entertainment. You're right. It's true. I don't know why I'm that way. I'm I, Lombardo. I go through, I feel I don't want to say I'm a person with white guilt, okay? Okay. Or I'm a person with who's like a, like I hate myself because I'm white or whatever. Yeah. I don't. I I accept the fact that I am white, and certain parts of my things are stereotypically white and shitty, according yeah. to a lot of people. But like I think about this all the time. It, 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 you know, like if I put on super tramp. I'm like, oh, Lombardo would be making fun of me right now. No, I like super tramp. But the, <laughs> well, well, okay. Bad example, but like I'll put on, I don't know, Jack Johnson or something. You'd be like, Jesus, yeah, that's good. you know, whatever it is, whatever it is. I so, like the bubbly toad song. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. 
My kid really likes Jack Johnson, so I listen to it. It's mellow. It's fine. He's good. good. Yeah, I remember. He had played it there when we were there. I think he It's like it beach on. music. You know, it's real, but it's real white. I'm the first person to admit. But he's good. Uh, but, he, but he's got the like surfer cred. So he's not that uh-huh. white. You know, he's a real dude. He was like. He hangs out with G-Love. That's yeah. All right. I love G-Love, the special sauce. Yeah. My so baby's all got I'm saying sauce. is. But the stuff that I like that's like stereotypically white and distasteful to a lot of cooler people <laughs> like like Jimmy Buffett or whatever it, I, I'm just I'm going ahead and I'm saying look you know I'm gotta I, own I'll, it man I'll own I'm gonna own it I like it if you need me to apologize to you no. for some like offense I will but I'm not necessarily gonna stop listening to the oh bad no crap to Jimmy Buffett I, yeah we talked about it like in episode nine or something right. how like I don't like to- I don't like some of these, like Jimmy Buffett. Look, I respect their their uh, musicianship. I know they're talented. I know they're amazing writers, blah, blah, blah. But I can't get into Jimmy Buffett, and I don't like uh, somebody else's, uh, a lot of people's favorite, Steely Dan. Just can't oh, you don't it. like Steely Dan? I can't, love Steely Dan. I know. A lot of people do. Now there's maybe, we're crossing. There's, one, there's maybe one or two songs that'll get me, you know, bombing a little bit if I'm in the right mood. But it's like, I don't know. They're just too, eh. Well, they're jazzy. So, yeah. do you like jazz? Uh, I like Zappa. <laughs> no, that's uh, not what I asked. Uh, I listen I to like Coltrane. I listen to uh, you know. I don't put it on as much as I should, but I do enjoy jazz actually. <clears throat> uh, well, I mean, that's like a lot of people have a problem with Steely Dan because they're too jazzy. Uh, but I, I really like them. the The thing about Steely Dan that's interesting, and I, I there's like a real like love or hate thing with them. There's yeah, no like middle, there, there's no middle ground about you either love them or you hate them sort of thing. And my wife thought she hated him for a long time. And then I started introducing her to like stuff deeper in the catalog that wasn't radio hits. Yeah. yeah. And she started going, Oh, what's that? I, I do like that. And she liked yeah. like a, some solo Donald Fagan. So you just, you have to find the stuff. But the thing that's cool about Steely Dan is their, their music's so intricate and it's so hard to cover. Oh, like yeah. Most bands can't fuck with it. I, I have a friend. They don't want to, first of all. No, it's too hard. <laughs> well, if you can't play Steely Dan perfectly, it sounds awful. It's yeah. like the bagpipes. There's no middle ground with the bagpipes. You're either good at the no, bagpipes no, trust and me. they sound good. I, I told you before, I have a lot of musician awful. friends who like, they worship them because they are a great, great band. I mean, you know, they're tight. They do stuff, like you said, that other bands can't do. But for me, it's just like, I like I've told you before, like we used to hang out like, so there's just certain bands that I just don't feel, you know, and I guess that's just, hey, I don't know. Maybe it's with upbringing. Maybe, I don't know, right? Like, what do you connect to feelings, right? Like, well, how come certain songs just get you and other ones are like, yeah, I know they're amazing because they are. I mean, I, sure. know how gr- I know how great they are at, at what they do, uh, but I just don't feel them, you know? You just don't. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. It'll get me going. Totally fair. Totally fair. That's it. There's a lot of stuff. That it's I so hard to take you seriously with... Uh, Bartholomew behind you, Belvedere. Uh, Bo- I got Beaumont. Bo- Bo- no, what is it? I just said it. What is it? Burroughs. Burroughs. How could I forget that? I told you before because I work with James Burroughs. As I mentioned in episode 12. <laughs> <laughs> and I really hope someone's uh, doing that, right? We might have said it before. I hope someone's trying to fucking see if we actually talked about this shit in those episodes. That'd be great. Oh, my, oh my God. Is... Wait, is this, are we, is this episode, episode 50? I don't know if we're at 50. I have, yeah, 
Because then we got some erase. I have 32. Last week I, I marked as 32, but this one is 33. No, that's not. That's definitely not right. No. I mean, I think that's what we have logged here. Remember? Because we had to get rid of stuff. Oh, oh, right, 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 yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. But uh, yeah, definitely more than that. Uh, let me see. This is I'm 50. That's right crazy. Now. Something else to yeah. celebrate. Woo! All right. The one that just posted was episode 49. So yeah. this is episode 50. Episode it's a milestone. 50, people. That is a milestone. Fucking did it. 50 of these things? That's nuts. Yeah. I remember yeah. none of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I like it. That's the way we do it, people. That's why it's called therapy. Let it all out and you just feel better after. You're like, oh. yeah, huh? You can go sit and watch a movie without feeling stressed out. Except we have 100 people listening to our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like a hundred, really? I don't know. Shit. I've never, I don't know. I've never checked that out. It's hard to find the numbers. It's like, like I'm doing that the show that you did, my favorite shitty movie that you guested on. Yeah. And like over time, I think like we get up into the hundreds, but not on the live feed. And yeah. it's so hard to find <laughs> out what the exact numbers are. Oh, I'll never forget. And some, yeah, go ahead. And people can comment, you know, on the side. And and some of our episodes we get tons of comments, and yeah. then other episodes it's like real quiet out there. Yeah, like and the one I was on. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, we just had. Uh, no, she was Todd. awesome though. But it's, I just remember joking. I was laughing before when you're talking because I remember when I made the joke. Yeah, like anyone's listening, and she's your co-host, whatever. She was like, "What? What are you talking Tat about? Tess? Tess. People listen." <laughs> she did not like me fucking making fun of. Her. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it th there's a fake it till you make it vibe uh, for some for some folks, but oh yeah, not no, for definitely. me. I like embrace the fact that I do all this shit and I have a very limited audience, and I'm fine with it. But like, dude, but it's for you. Like you do so much. It's like for you. It's like your therapy. You're such a you know. You have to work. Well, it's it's work. more than that. It's like like okay, I've had a good year this year, Lombardo. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you, especially after last year and 2019. Those two years dude, combined suck. Hey, you're talking to a happy man as well, dude. So I'm good. Right yeah. And, and I'm happy to be like, I, I've had a couple of people who, who saw me on the, on, on good girls. And they're like, well, that is kind of a small part. You're being underused. And I'm like, no, no, no. I am being used. Yeah, I know. Whereas yeah. in 2020, I wasn't used at all. Yeah. And now no, I'm dude, being used. So well, that's perfect. So. Thank you. I was about to say as a side note, people look, we're definitely not bragging. I mean, I did. Just this year, I mean, I got this and I, you know, an audition, but all I've done is like station 19. I mean, it's, it's been rough and we're getting auditions, yeah. but no, but we're still happy is my point. People, we're not greedy. You know, we just want to no. work. Right. You know? Well, and, and, and I've been very lucky this year in that I got the recurring role on good girls. And then this, Wendy's no, I can tell you, I saw you on Wendy's. You can talk about it now. They're airing. I've seen so, you now. Let me ask you. So you saw it. I saw the happened? one. The one that I saw today was the boardroom where the guy says, wait, isn't the secret sauce? Just shh, shh, shh. Where you show oh. some, Yeah, the secret sauce one. Yeah, it was good. He's like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shh, you don't say that. Because <laughs> I've shot, I think, in total eight of those, and only two of them have aired so far. The, yeah. fir the first day we shot three different spots, only one of them aired. I think this one, Secret Sauce, I think that was the last time I shot. Okay. So we'll see if they, hopefully they'll use more of those. And yeah, well, more, you know how it happens. I'm sometimes doing more just, on Friday. Sometimes they just, they, they're probably testing them and like if something tests higher, it's going to go first. 
You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, that's what they do. Sometimes they'll they'll shoot stuff, but then they'll look at it. They're like, oh, this is testing higher. Let's go with this one first. Yeah. Well, and I think also like they they it's it's kind of fun how they do it because we're going in and 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 it's not just me. It's a group of people, obviously the boardroom. Right. So and and they have a concept, but they are actually leaning on us to fuck around and have a good time with That's it, so and cool. ad lib and all that yeah. stuff. So I think like however it plays. Well, there's you know there's the playing in the room where everybody's having fun and it's great and we're all laughing and everybody's laughing. But then once it gets to the editing room, it's completely different oh, yeah. what plays when it's cut together and what everybody's cracking up in the room. So, oh, yeah. you know, like the, the first one that I did where we're going, we're all like it, <laughs> I don't want to say devolves, but it ascends into me screaming the word buns over and over. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. No. Where I'm going, buns, buns, buns. And like the whole joke of it is, you know, we're, we're, you know, uh, what do they call it? McBoard room. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said it. I was uh, like, can I say it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's on out. TV It's out, now. dude. Yeah, I know. So I think I can uh, say, I'm not, I'm not telling you what all the spots <laughs> no, are. Shot the jokes. I'm sure they love you saying, yeah. Just go to yeah, Wendy's yeah, people. It, go to Wendy's. But it was, uh, but that was the, the bit was just, the the boardroom thought it's an awesome idea that there we'll put an extra piece of bread you know it's a joke on the Big Mac we'll yeah, put yeah. an extra piece of bread in the middle so there's three breads it's you know that's oh it's mostly bread sort of thing and then I'm just started screaming buns and then everybody in the room started screaming buns <laughs> and we did that so many times that day but that was like it you know the first time you do it it's improvised and then you got to kind of match it yeah, to coverage yeah, yeah. and all that stuff and like like the whole time I was like. Is this funny or does this just reek of like actors being desperate? Because <laughs> like we haven't worked. All right, let's I was keep like, going. I'm just gonna get excited and yell buns at the top of my lungs, uh, but you know that works. So you don't know, uh, you know, on the day in the moment what's gonna happen. It's crazy. So the what they're gonna thing. use? You never know what they're gonna yeah, use. Yeah. They're gonna shoot so a bunch just, of stuff and then. Yeah, the best <laughs> thing to do is I imagine that's kind of what it's like working on an Apatow movie or a, or a. Who's the guy who directed Wet Hot American Summer? Why am I blanking on his name? I love this guy. Days uh, and Confused guy? No? No. I don't know. Who he's no, the guy from the state. And So what does he do? A bunch of takes? Just shoots it over and over? Well, I mean, I'm just imagining like Apatow, David Wayne. Apatow and David Wayne, there's like, they're ad they've got to be ad lib happy. Oh, yeah. You know, on the set. Uh, so... Uh, I imagine that that's like as an actor, you have to kind of go into it going, I'm just here to play my character and have a good time doing it. Yeah. And whatever they use is fine. And whatever they don't is fine. Yeah. I'm here to. That's all. That's all, your only play. job. That's it. It's playing. It's out of our, like we said before, it's out of our hands, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there, that. and like, and that can be great and it can be a little bit scary, you know, Oh, yeah. The thing about scripted stuff is you don't have to worry about it. It's yeah. there. Like, especially if it's comedy, if it's scripted stuff, you don't have to worry about the joke as long as you know how to play the character. Well, listen, if all directors and all editors were good, uh, stars wouldn't ask for final cut. <laughs> yeah, there's that. there's that. Well, I'm not asking for final cut yet on Wendy's. But 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 you know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes because sometimes you 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 fall in love with certain stuff you do, and then when you don't see it, it kind of hurts a little bit. Like oh, oh yeah, like oh yeah. man, we had I thought I thought we had better stuff. Oh. 
And it, cause it's, I told, I, I think I've said, I, I told you on this podcast, the story yeah. of the, the, um, Tostitos commercial I did with, uh, little Richard. I don't know. I think so. I think, you know, we talked about little Richard in some other vein and I think he told me it worked with him. I don't know. Go for it. Oh yeah. Cause he, he passed away. Not yeah. Too long ago while we were doing this podcast. I think that's why we talked about it. Yeah. So what happened on that commercial? Like there was a lot of cool stuff about the commercial, a lot of funny stuff about the job, you know, about the day. And it's certainly, you know, little Richard was hilarious. You know, he was just like yeah. a ball of energy. He was hysterical. He was very nice. Great guy. Uh, but like, yeah, so, (laughs) but like I'm in the audience watching the show with little Richard and it's supposed to be a Greek, supposed to be a Greek play. Right. Yeah. And everybody's bored. And then I bite like a Tostitos chip and suddenly little Richard is there banging on his piano and singing tutti frutti or whatever. And, uh, and everybody's like, wow. And then they didn't have a tag. That was it. It was a bite the Tostitos. Little Richard shows up and it's a party. That's it. And then they, they did a shot of me and I ad libbed what it really picks up in the third act, which is a f- funny joke. Uh, maybe yeah. it should have been f- the fifth act because it was Greek, but whatever. <laughs> I, I, you know, it was, it was spur of the moment. I said, it really picks up in the third act. And when I saw the commercial, they used somebody else's voice. What? Yeah. It, it, it was either it was either somebody else's voice or they sped up my voice a little to make yeah. it sound weird. Yeah. Like super nerdy. But yeah. I was like, I was like, I sound plenty nerdy on my fucking own. You don't need to manipulate <laughs> it. But they didn't tell you. That's a sad thing. No, and I was That's like, a- what the fuck? And it, and it and it makes you go in your head, you're like, what did I do wrong? Like, I literally wrote that joke for you. Yeah. I buttoned your fucking national television commercial that cost a million dollars to make. Yeah. That probably wouldn't have worked as well. Oh, yeah. And you, and you fuck up my voice? Like, it well, just seems disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, you got paid. They showed your voice. Yeah, I got res- I mean, they showed your face. I mean, so yeah, you got residual. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But the thing well, is. Well, no, I mean, it's like if I'm in a commercial, I'd, you know, you do. I told you. If I you're just in it for a second, you get the same money as when you're in it. Exactly. Yeah. We've so. talked about that before. So, but also, too, yeah, I had my friend do a whole show and I talked about it in another episode. I think it was episode six. But he, they did the same thing. He played a tough guy in the show and, like, dude, he had like a lot of scenes and then he just totally dubbed his voice. They put in this, this, like mean guy voice like that. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, hey, get over here. <laughs> it's like, it was not my friend. It's like, he told everybody to watch it. I felt so bad. I was like, fuck. Yeah, imagine like a whole movie. There's there's two examples that always spring to mind. Uh, one is, uh, do you remember Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan? Yeah. With uh, From the 80s with Christopher Lambert. Oh, yeah. I like that and one. Andy Ma- Andy McDowell. I love right? Andy McDowell. Oh, I do too. But here's the story. Man. She's awesome. Here's the story about that movie. The I don't know who it was. The executive's producer, somebody didn't like the way she sounded. They thought she sounded annoying and like she was from Southern California and not like the jungle or wherever she was supposed to be. Yeah. So her entire performance in that movie is dubbed by Glenn Close. Wow. It's not Andy McDowell's voice. It's Glenn Close's voice in that I, piece of shit movie. No way. Which is hilarious to me. Yeah. I got to watch it just for that. That's fucked up. And then the other example is uh, uh, in uh, Haywire, 
the Steve Soderbergh movie yeah. starring uh, Ronda, not Ronda Rousey, the one, the, the one who just got quote unquote canceled. I don't know. From she, the Star Wars, The Mandalorian. She's an MMA lady. Oh, I know who she is, but I, yeah, I can't think of her name. Yeah. I'm blanking on her name. Uh, uh, G, uh, Gina, she got kicked out. Gina, Gina, Gina Carano. Gina yeah. Carano. That's her name. Anyway, I like the movie Haywire a lot. It's a very cool movie. Uh, but apparently her voice is, was, is like kind of high yeah. and kind of annoying. So Soderbergh took her entire audio track and like, manipulated it to drop down a few octaves and make it sound raspier or whatever. So she wow. sounded more badass. Wow. So imagine being the lead. Imagine being the lead yeah. in a major motion picture. And after the fact, they decide they don't like your voice. <laughs> yeah. I'd be a little manipulate the whole thing. But the thing is, I wondered, like, I mean, I want to, I, I want to watch that movie now with Gina just to see, like, did it affect your performance a lot? You know what I mean? Dropping the octaves, you know? I wonder no, if the, because she's not, she's not. So, so the performance was still there. He just kind of did pretty much what, like, singers do and shit. I'm just going to make my voice sound a little raspier, clean up that little high note there. So just pretty much, yeah. You auto-tuned her a little well. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, auto-tuning it. Carano is not, here's the thing that she's not. She's not a good actress. She's yeah, bad. I know. Uh, I saw uh, her in The Mandalorian and I was like, <laughs> yeah, she's terrible. Soderbergh, however, is really good. Andy McDowell, speaking of that, like he's really good at getting amazing performances out of people who don't necessarily turn in the best work. Right. Uh, and, and he can certainly edit and make anybody look great. Right. Um, so it was interesting to hear because Haywire is a good thriller. Mostly what Carano has to do is kick ass. She has to do her MMA yeah. kicking ass stuff, which is, that's what you do. In America, you don't hire an actor to kick people's asses. You hire an athlete of some kind to kick people's asses. <laughs> exactly. And if they're not available, then you hire someone from England or Australia. But right. never an American. No. Yeah, never an American, because unless they're athletes first. Uh, because in America, we're taught that acting is rather feminine and, uh, and wimpy and not masculine. Mm, interesting. So there's no, Very there's no, interesting. this is not my theory. I'm aping somebody else's theory, but, okay, but still, there. but yeah, but, but still I've never heard it. And I think that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Cause like they're either tough, bad guy, Americans, you know what I'm saying? I mean, or what is there? There's, or there's revenge guys, right? You could be a, a vigilante. Be like that, yeah. but, but they don't really have just a straight up but American they don't, badass. Like, I guess The Rock. Yeah, but the yeah, one came from wrestling. You're right. He's an athlete. They all have to come right. from something. Yeah. Ah, well, bullshit. You, you look, yeah, you look at the action stars they get from other. I mean, they everybody gets beefed up because that. Even Rowdy moment. Rowdy Piper did a fucking John Carpenter fucking movie. <laughs> Goddamn straight. Yeah, and he was great. He was great. Oh my I, god, I was. Watch his documentary. Time. Watch his, dude. Watch his WWE. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. It's fucking amazing. Who's is it? Where, yeah. What's it on? It's on A and E. A and E. Okay. But I'll that dude, out. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was it's just gonna great. say, yeah. I was on the Universal lot last week, uh, at the beginning of the week, doing an episode of Good Girls, and I was wearing my uh, "They Live" Rowdy Roddy Piper T-shirt. Yeah. And everywhere I went, people were like, "Oh, Rowdy Roddy Piper." Yeah. Is that what's that movie? Yeah. One guy was like, "Is it them?" 
No, it's on or there. They. Dude. <laughs> I was like, them live? You think it's yeah. them live? <laughs> oh, great movie. Uh, but everybody That's one of my favorite so movies fun. growing up. I love that movie. Oh, so good. I saw, I remember seeing that movie in a theater. I remember who I saw it with. Uh, it was the, the girl I was dating at, a t- at the time. Uh, it, it was, came out, what, 89? Probably, yeah. Uh, no, so right. my high school girlfriend, or maybe it was 88, I can't remember, but, but we went and I was like, this is, uh, this is a lady, a young lady willing to go with her boyfriend to this fucking movie starring a wrestler called They Live. <laughs> Yeah. A space invasion. So God bless her. She was a good girlfriend she, and she, she enjoyed it, which yeah. is great. That's awesome. I took another girl who wasn't really my girlfriend. She was just my friend who was a girl, but I took her to see Tremors. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I thought she would hate it, but she was like, she liked it. So, you know. Oh, what man? Chicks are cool. What are you saying? Todd. Chicks are all cool. <laughs> give them a, give them a chance. Just give them a chance. Give chicks a chance. <laughs> <laughs> they might like your crap. Oh yeah. That's uh, why Hillary and I are a match made in heaven because it w- she walked into this relationship liking the same crap that I liked. That's amazing. So, there you go. That's how you yeah. want it. Yeah. Same with my wife. She likes the same crap I like. That's it. But most people don't have that Lombardo. Like my brother, he likes to watch baseball and football and shit. Yeah. Uh, so when they watch movies, because his wife will watch the sports with him, but when they watch movies, he's got to watch what she wants to watch because she spends their together watch time with sports. So he doesn't get to see any of the movies we used to go see. Ah, you know, interesting. Yeah. So you know it's yeah. a weird dynamic. Like also to like that's why I'm watching some of these shows here. Now that, like, yeah, at the house, I don't get to watch. And, you know, I got to respect her. Like, if we're spending time together, if she doesn't like something, then, like, I used to watch a ton more football during football season than I do now. Like, now I just don't care as much because, like, I talked about it before. I just want to spend more time with my family. Like, and I told oh, you, sure. my, my, my daughter one time was like, oh, it's Sunday. Uh, football. And, like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, all right, you know, she, this was like last yeah. year or two years ago. So I was just like, Oh, fuck, man. I had no idea I was making it that fucking, you know, bad for them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. At the my same dad, time, no, at the same my, time, it's my fucking house. <laughs> right. For sure. Yeah, my sure. dad got lucky because sure, <laughs> I was not, I never responded to sports. Yeah. He'd watch it and I'd sit and watch it. Like Sundays was cool because he'd watch football. He always like he like our color our Sony Trinitron TV yeah. you know was on a TV thing that was on wheels you know yeah, yeah. so you could wheel it he he would wheel it from the family room into the living room so he could watch football by the fireplace he'd like make a fire it was it was pretty awesome yeah, he'd that's make cool. a fire he'd watch football you know we'd drink hot mulled cider and whatnot. Uh, but I was never in, I would read the, cause you know, Sunday I would be reading the funnies, uh, and sitting yeah. by the fire. I didn't give a shit about football, but then eventually, you know, I got older and I was like, I'm not going to hang out here, but my little brother took to the sports shit and liked watching it with my dad. So oh, that's cool. He, he, he got lucky at the end there. There you go. Yeah. Your little brother's like, cool. I got you, Todd. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> go yeah, out with your fun. art friends. Go, your go smoke some cigarettes. You <laughs> yeah, bastard. dude. Smoke some cigarettes. Spray some <laughs> patchouli on yourself. 
<laughs> Cheers, buddy. Happy, <laughs> Here's happy to Taco Tuesday. What's that, a Blanco? Uh-huh. Mm. It's a little tequila. What is, the, what is the brand? Oh, just, dude. So this is something like a bitch about. DoorDash. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we get to some bitching. Yeah, I know. Sorry, people. Fuck. Jesus. So I'm drinking Cuervo 1800, which is not bad, but I had like, I don't know, three shots the other night and like I woke up the next day and I was like, ah, I felt so bad. It was the only thing I could buy because DoorDash, who had already ordered from like four times, uh, all of a sudden my cards weren't working. So I was like, what the hell? Like every pro- every payment was not getting processed. It was like, no, nope. it says we need more info. It says scan your card and then I would scan my card and they would say, oh, it looks like you scanned a different card. We need more info. And we'd put in the info, still denied. So I call my bank and I'm like, I'm going off on them. I literally wasted like 40 minutes of my life. I was on hold like twice for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, what else are you going to do? You're hey, in quarantine. I could have been watching <laughs> Storage Wars, man. Are you not listening? <laughs> Can you not watch Storage Wars and talk to the bank at the same time, Roberto? <laughs> I was at home. Multitask. No, no, <laughs> I was on hold. So it gets worse. It gets worse. I'm, I'm on hold and I have it on speaker. Listen to the. That's why it was 40 minutes instead of 20. Because like I have it on speaker and I'm waiting. It's three minutes. I got screw that, man. I'm going outside and take a It's a pot. And I take the phone with me and the Wi-Fi call disconnects. <laughs> Oh, it shit. Because you went outside. Yeah, oh. dude. And, like, <laughs> and I have to close the sliding door because I don't want to get any smoke in here. So I close the door and like, dude, because, yeah, you feel nothing when you close these doors. I mean, because it gets really cold here. I mean, the winters here are rough. So, like, dude, I haven't had to turn on the heater once. And it gets down to, like, uh, 35, you know, at night, 40. Uh, but, dude, I haven't I've turned on the heater not even once because it's just so insulated. Like once I close that sliding door, it's it's nice and perfect, dude. Like it's awesome. What's the temperature outside? Uh, right now it's probably forty. Yeah, it's cold. Mm. Yeah, dude, it's a little chilly. So you got to get bundled up to go outside. Yeah, I brought I brought some jackets. Yeah, so I do. And like I've made the mistake of going out there. I'm just gonna go out there in my t-shirt real quick. Ah, doesn't work. <laughs> I come back real quick. And then of course do you the- have a a woolen cap. I do. I brought I brought some stuff. You know, I know Toronto could get cold and stuff. And the funny thing is I'm facing east. So my window, it's, you know, that's where the sun rises, right? So it comes up and I literally, and, but I'm around buildings. So I get on my balcony, I get sun for maybe, because there's a break between the buildings where the sun hits my, my balcony. Uh-huh. So I literally only get about two hours of sun. <laughs> a, a day in that section. Are you just out there standing like? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like you'll go out there and just stand there, like get my vitamin D for a little bit. <laughs> you took a photo of a guy on the steps. What, like, from your balcony? What are those steps that you're seeing? That was Where, the. I just that? read it. It's it's a Canadian. It's a Metro Hall. Uh, Metro Hall. It says, and he's standing. There, and yeah. So if you guys, uh, you're not Facebook friends with me, you should be. Right, Lombard, well, you can just fo- you can just follow Lombard. You don't yeah, have to just friends. follow me, follow man. Him. So, anyways, so uh, yeah, I took a picture of this guy who was sitting on the steps, and it was raining. And at first, you know, I was I'm out there. I saw him the first time I went up there, and I was like, oh. And I went out there again about 30 minutes later. Like, oh, he's still there. This guy was just standing in the middle of the steps in front of this building that says Metro Hall, and there's a Canadian flag 
playing, but it's raining and he's standing there with his arms out. And he just stood there for like, had to be more than an hour. I mean, I didn't time him, but yeah, but everyone was guessing. It was like, yeah, he's like, this guy had to have just gotten out of quarantine. Like, that's what I'm going to do. For just one hour. He's standing there. Standing on the steps. I mean, it's just like, I feel like if you get out of quarantine, you don't want to stand on the stairs of the building across yeah. the street from yeah. where you were held or whatever. Uh, you'd want to. And I can also bitch walk about, around. You can also bitch about this since I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm living in a building and like, I would never do this. I understand everyone needs a companion, their dogs or cats, whatever. Cats, I guess you could throw down the cat litter, but a dog, to, to have a dog like in a big building downtown, just seems like torture. Like I look down, I'm on the third floor and I'm surprised I don't smell urine because like every dog, as soon as they get out that door, the first thing they do is just piss right outside the door. <laughs> So it's, like, so it's like all there is is just streams of urine and they stain the cement. So like from my, when you look down, I'll send you a picture later. Cause when I look down literally on the sidewalk, all you just see is just like streams of pee, you know, of people's dogs who live here, who have to sit in there. I don't know if they take them out enough or they wait too long, but the dogs, you know, they can't hold it. As soon as they get out, they just rip it right there, right outside the door. I know. I like just apartment dwellers. And I love, well, my friend Tracy, who you know from the show, yeah, my favorite right. movie, uh-huh. she, she, she had a dog who passed away uh, uh, last year and she just got a puppy who she named Pliskin after, Pliskin. after Snake Pliskin from Escape from New York. <laughs> nice. Uh, and he's adorable. He's adorable. But I, I do think that when people have dogs in apartments, I was like, that sounds. Just like as a as a pet owner, it sounds like such a pain in the ass because yeah. there's no yard. You have to take them no, outside. So they all so they all come out, and I you know I watch them since they get up early. And yeah, some of them are pissed. You watch them because like yeah, when I lived in an apartment, I had Romo, um, my first dog. Like, and I just lived in a little uh, place, like no security or nothing. But I had to go down, you know, stairs, go up front, and walk them. I mean, that was a pain. You know, and he was a, such a good dog. I didn't even have to leash him up. He would just sit by me, go out there, pee, do his thing, take him up. But could you imagine coming down like 15 floors, like with a dog in an elevator? No. Dog in an elevator? That's what they're doing here. Like the dogs in the elevator. So you're telling me there's no pee in those elevators? There's got to be pee in the elevators. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. but people do it, man. You know, hey. Yeah, for sure. But the truth is about cats is you, the cats don't ever Cats have are fine. The They've got the litter. Yeah, but, exactly. But if they start spraying, you're fucked. Yeah, because you're, you're going to smell, yeah. Like, dog piss doesn't smell nearly as bad oh, as cat piss. Yeah. yeah. That shit's the worst. Yeah. Like, my whole life right I now. I know, Todd. Because, I've been watching Hoarders, too, okay? Because that, <laughs> that cat that you, our audience, can't see, obviously, because they're only listening, but that cat behind you, he's, he's awesome. old as fuck, and he's starting to spray. So now, uh, like, it's this battle of keeping the carpets from smelling like shit and keeping them from- burrows. God Fucker. damn it. When they get old, when cats get old, they start spraying. It's weird. That's crazy. I've, I've had this problem before. Okay. I never knew that. Ah, so they're just well, like, a lot of, or you think their bladder just gets weak, right? Just like everybody else's. They're just like, eh, not going to make it. Uh, the, the first thing that goes on cats is their kidneys. And that's why it go. starts happening. And he's, he's they old. Fucking, they drink fucking. a lot. They drink a lot. Well, and their kidneys are shit. They're just, they like, it, like tuxedo cats never get a tuxedo cat. Okay. Because they have a, a history of horrible kidneys and they will give out. We spent all, I swear to God, we had the nice, the nicest cat. 
I've ever owned as an adult. She yeah. was sweet. She was lovely. Um, she was an alley cat that we like talked into coming into our apartment and then got her cleaned up and stuff. And yeah. she was the sweetest, sweetest thing. And she just started getting sick because her kidneys started giving out. She was pissing everywhere. So we were fighting with that, but she was yeah. so sweet. And then we started taking her in and they were like, her kidneys are screwed up. And we had to put uh, uh, like a needle under her skin Damn. once a day and yeah. fill her up with fluids and all that. It was, we, we must've spent 10 grand and all this stress keeping this cat alive. And at a certain point I said to my wife, this is too expensive. Yeah. And she, she's fucking sad. She's not happy. And yeah. I mean, yeah. you can tell she loves us, but she's miserable. And, and, and we have the wherewithal to make her a very quiet ending for her. And it, it, it it's a horrible thing to choose to do. Oh, I know. No, tell me about it. I, I'm, yeah. That I mean that's I mean a farmer would be like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, just the animal it. you just put it down. Well, that's the Mexican way. I told to you before we talked about like episode five. Like it's like when they found out how much we spent on our dog Picosa, uh, my brother-in-law was like, "Hey, you know how much a bullet costs?" You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, what my dad always says, because my dad... Put them out and bury them in, in the backyard. Like, yeah, my grandfather yeah. used to bury his dogs in the backyard. Like, hey, sorry. I don't need I don't even need a bullet. All I have to do is, if I've had it with my cats, I'll just open the back door. Later, you're I'll, I'll, I'll bring I'll bring food out into the backyard for you to eat, but you're on your own, and it won't take long before they're gone, because I've See, had multiple neighbors around here who had indoor-outdoor cats. None of them last. They all get it by coyotes. Oh, oh. yeah. Can't do it, man. Nah. Not in Simi Valley. Not with Hell the, no, the dude. Hills. Hell no. Not where I live either. So Winchester. Maybe here in Canada. I don't know if there's coyotes in Canada. <laughs> yeah, they have wolves and bears and shit. Yeah, they do. It's awesome. A bear will just eat a cat as a snack. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I can't wait to just get out here and like, um, it's funny. My sister, I talked to her earlier. She's telling me, dude, there's like the door. I think I'm right by like a stadium where I can go watch baseball. Like it's right by the, I showed, I showed you, I'm right by the CN tower. So I, that's how bad I am. Like I'm waiting till the last minute to research because I haven't been able to go out. So I think maybe I'm just like, I don't want to see what's around because I can't go. So fuck it, I'll wait till I'm out. <laughs> so yeah, so that was my other question. So when you're out of quarantine, what, can you go anywhere but work or what? Oh, I'm allowed can to you go, go. No, I'm allowed to go around. I think uh, I can go for walks. Just wear a mask, uh, but nothing's open. That's a good thing. Like everything's just you know delivered. I mean, everything's takeout. Everything's pretty much. Oh, there's still no dining. dining oh no, dude! Toronto. They had a they had a big surge here, so they. Well, they had a big surge in Michigan, but they're not shutting things down here. Well, that's Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Michigan. Love you. I do. Go Lions. <laughs> <Is that>? uh, <laughs> I want that to be their like state slogan. Well, it's Michigan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't be bad, actually. That actually sounds really good for them. I think they'd be down with it. Because you can make that sound anyway. Well, it's Michigan. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they say it in Detroit. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's Michigan. That's but it. in Gross Point, they're like, well... It's Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's Michigan. <laughs> well, it's Michigan. 
We're going to get angry letters from the Michigans. I have friends in Michigan. I love them. What's up, everybody? Michiganians? Michiganians. Yeah. What are they called? Detroitians. What's up, Mike Bataya? Yeah. um, I'm trying to think about Detroit peeps. What's up, Sammy Pants? It's cool. I did a commercial in Detroit once. I've never been to Detroit. How was it? Um, It's fine. <laughs> well, it's Michigan. <laughs> well, it's Michigan. <laughs> well, it's Michigan. <laughs> That's like a literally a fight I got into in a bar in Detroit. Yeah. He, I said it to the wrong guy. I said, "Well, it's Michigan," and he went, "Well, it's Michigan." Boom! And he just punched. Boom! He attacked me. It's like you right. know, a guy Lombardo. <laughs> I kill that guy. <laughs> Tell him I said hi. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is awesome, dude. Thanks. So this is my celebration night, people. That's it. Ah, oh, after this, because tomorrow, tomorrow you gotta you gotta chill because you got work. Oh first. yeah, dude. I'm gonna chill and you know and just you know hydrate, go over stuff. Even though I don't work, I think you asked you, but yeah. So I have wardrobe. Um, on Thursday morning, and then I don't work till the following Friday. Is my first day. I don't work a week till- from Friday. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 but so my loneliness week- will continue. But I do have. <laughs> you, can go- <laughs> you can go on walks. That's what I'm doing, dude. I'm gonna walk my butt off. I'm walking everywhere, and like it's. I'm excited about it. I'm like, ah, oh, let's go. And I'm just gonna take pictures because everything's closed, so I could probably you know get rare photos of empty fucking spaces <laughs> places that are usually packed you know i can take a yeah know, it'd be dope that's it so do you know when were they open recently and they shut down because of the surge or is it just remain shut down no it's like, been it's been for like and i think they're everyone's optimistic because over here all the commercials now are that the test the uh, um the vaccines are here now so I just saw the commercials are here now, 16 and over or can get them, which brings me to my next point. Like mine is uh, tomorrow is the day I'm supposed to get my second Pfizer. So they're going to work that out for me and see <clears throat> the best thing to do is when I get up to Thursday. Yeah, because that's the first thing I got to do. I think they're going to take me out of here, take me to the COVID team, take another test before I go to wardrobe, I think. Um, so when I go to talk to that team, they said, go ahead and ask them like, hey, I, I need my second Pfizer because uh, they're not sure if Pfizer's here yet. They're not, we don't know what. Oh, because they have here. different ones. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see. They're they can't they can't get rid of them now. There's a surplus in fucking CVS. Nobody's getting them. I, uh, I, I I'm I'm going to go to CVS as soon as we hang up here, and I'm going to get I'm going to say, hey, look, my friend Lombardo needs a second shot, so just give it to me. I'll pop it in the mail. Fucking A, dude. No, seriously. Yeah, it's gotta be cool. Fucking A. Because as we talked about in the very last episode, episode number 49, I had to push mine back because I booked that job on Friday. Oh, that's right. I was supposed to get it on Thursday, and I was like, well, because, and I literally had just read. I was wondering about that, motherfucker. I just read a tweet from Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, uh, I love he'd him. gotten his he yeah I do too he'd gotten his second shot 
Uh, although I don't think he likes me anymore because I got in a fight with Matthew Modine on Twitter. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, the, he, he tweeted that he had gotten his second shot. I don't know if it was Pfizer or Moderna or whatever. I got yeah. Moderna, but like his second shot wiped him out, but he had to work, you know, cause that fool's always working. So uh, he's good. He's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He's, he's all right. Uh, I love him. I think he's great. Uh, but he's constantly working despite... No, he was really, really good, but he just seems like he got a little lazy, kind of phones it in now. You know, happens to... Oh, does he? The best of us. I mean, I haven't seen him do anything in a long time. Uh, The last time I feel like I saw him was in Jurassic World or something like that. Well, watch the Pelé movie. You know, the soccer player, Pelé? I don't know. Pelé. So he was like the most famous soccer player ever. I know who Pele is. Yes, but no, Vincent D'Onofrio played his Brazilian coach in that movie, and it is hilarious how bad he is. (laughs) (laughs) What is he doing, an accent or something? Yes, it is probably the worst. It's probably, I would put it up there with, uh, uh, God damn it, what's his name? Angelina Jolie's dad. Uh, Oh, boy. John John Voight. In uh, Anaconda. Anaconda. (laughs) Which, actually, when I see that one now, look at the babies. Oh, babies. Anyways, but... <laughs> Come here, little bird. Uh, I... <laughs> Where are you going, little bird? Yeah. Hey, he can't even do it as bad. Which, I've seen it. It's not, he went for it, man. He went for it. But if you watch... There is... D'Onofrio. What's D'Onofrio and Pele, dude? And you'll try to laugh. There... I, it, like, to have the kind of yes men in your life that these actors have... Yeah. When they get off, because they don't audition for this shit, they get off, offered it. Yeah, and then it's a choice of can I do it or can't I, or do I want to or not. Yeah. So like, I get offered auditions where they're like, "We want a South Carolina accent," okay, yeah. and I say to myself, "I'm not going because I don't one, I don't have time to yeah. research and figure out what the fuck that means." Yeah. South Carolina versus North Carolina versus yeah. anywhere in the South. I don't oh, know. You're fine. I just always I, so fake I don't it. do it. I don't do it. I don't do it. <laughs> you're crazy. Just fake it, dude. To them, like they don't understand. It's almost like it's like for the Latinos. Like that's why. Look, they'll say Mexican, they'll say Cuban, they'll say whatever. Now they say Latin X, but dude, that's why. You know, they'll hire as long as you're the the right. In other words, it's, as long as it sounds right, right. So in other words, oh, that's Latino. That's all they hear. Oh, he's brown. Oh, it sounds right. Oh, it's great. It's the acting. Because, yeah, like, you could do Southern, Arkansas, Dallas. If you went in the room and just went, hey, y'all, they'd be like, oh, he's perfect. Like, <laughs> all they want is the twang. Like, yeah, with, my look, down with my look, no, because they're like, Southern gingers don't look anything like me. No, so it sounds fake, even if I'm doing a good accent. It's, they're not buying it. Yes, like, I could, do, I, I could do Midwest. I mean, like, you got to know what you look like. I, I don't look. I don't look like I'm from fucking Texas. I don't. Yeah, you could do it. Just stick off the glasses. Be a dick. <laughs> yeah, but it's because of fucking Bill Burr and people like that. Everybody thinks I'm from Boston, which yeah. I am. So yeah. what? what uh, so what? Like, I can lean into it. But my Boston buddies can do like real Boston accents. Like my buddy PJ, he grew up in the North End. So he can do the whole Boston Italian thing, which is very special. PJ Uh, who? PJ what? uh, Marino. Okay. I don't know PJ. 
Uh, I think he knows you. Oh, really? Okay, He's a good guy. Know. Yeah, you would awesome. love him. He's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he works a lot, too. Uh, him and his wife, uh, Tessa Monroe, they they work a lot. Um, but PJ's uh, not with Michael Green. I know PJ, but his last name's not Moreno. That's why I was like, who? PJ, the PJ I know was in the uh, Rampage movie. He was his scientist friend with the glasses. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 He's yeah, starting yeah, to work like a lot, guy. man. He's really good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. PJ, yeah, PJ's a great guy. You'd like him. Uh, hey. One day you'll meet him. PJ, I like you already, PJ. Hey, PJ Marino, uh, Lombardo likes you. I love you, man, because I love PJ. <laughs> I love PJ Harvey. It's just one of my favorites. Oh, I like you. Like PJ Harvey? I love PJ Harvey, man. You're not oh. rid of me. <laughs> rid of me is one of my favorite fucking jams ever, dude. Oh my god, yeah, I have uh, three of her albums. Dude, I might have. I, I think I might have cassettes, uh, CDs. I got a lot of. Them. I, I like, uh, I, I like, started listening to her in the army. That's how far back I go. Same time. We probably got into her. Yeah. That's when I came I out. like, uh, horse hustle. That's a song that yeah. horse yeah. hustle and hustlers. Horse. Oh, I love I that. Like that dude. One. Yeah, dude. She's and amazing. I think my favorite is from, I have a, uh, album of like, it's like B tracks or something or I met her. Oh, mm-hmm. oh did you? Mm-hmm. But she did a song called, uh, rub it till it bleeds. I know. And that's my favorite PJ Harvey. Dude, good. We got PJ. She's fucking dark. She's badass. Dude, I met her. My brother, Arturo Cisneros, who's a road manager. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a long time, so he's not my brother. Slash, fool. Anyways, so he uh, <laughs> he uh, he got me to go see her, and, and me and Terry went. And I got a little too buzzed before. Literally, he got us. We, we saw him at the Orpheum, dude. Like a private show, barefoot, just her and her guitar and a mic. It was oh, wow. fucking awesome she filled that fucking room dude it was dope and afterwards like i got to meet her and i was like a zombie i was so like in awe and shock and like buzzed that i was just like hey and like terry smacked he's like can you snap out of it i was like oh i'm so sorry i'm sorry i'm just a big fan oh my god she's dope Polly jean harvey but she was nice she was really nice and sweet, but my brother and Terry just kind of dragged me away. Dude, I, I, embarrassing. I, I was embarrassing. I should not be around her. She probably <laughs> thought that was sweet. That, that one of her yeah, but you know, family does it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I Family's saw. I, I, I've seen her in concert twice. Yeah. Uh, the fir- the first time I ever saw her, and it's why I started buying albums. Like I did not know who she was. Oh. Uh, she opened up for you too. Yeah. Uh, here in LA. And it was just her like fucking wailing on a guitar. Yeah. It was awesome. It was just her like playing a guitar. And that was pretty much it. There wasn't even a band. It was just. Nah. Yeah. And then there was a band later, but like most of it was just her. Uh, and I, w- I was like, this is fucking great. And yeah. then you two came out and then I was like, God, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to find the right opening act, you two. Not someone who's better than you are. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great PJ Harvey story. She fucking smoked you two by herself. <laughs> but she does that. She's fucking, she's got that aura. It's almost like she's got a little bit kind of like a Shaw Day rock and roll vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like they could do by sure, themselves. Sure. They could just fucking stand out there and you're like, okay. You're amazing. Go, why, go ahead. Why are you barefoot? That is so dope. <laughs> <laughs> like everything she's doing regardless. Is yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's uh, she's great. Well, I'm glad we uh, weren't bitching about PJ Harvey. Nah, man, I love her, dude. Holly uh, G. But I will bitch about you too if you'd like. Go, you too. Well, really, we're at the end of our. I was looking session. at it, but hey, you want to end it bitching about you too? Go. I'll, we got to bitch about something. I'll bitch about you too. Uh, I've I've seen you two five times. Yeah, and at no at no point did I ever want to see you two. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you two. Someone dragged you to it. So it was like, so you gotta come with popular. me. So popular. Yeah. I got tickets. You want a ticket? Uh, well, for what? You two? Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. And I never really had an opinion, but I just kept going to see those shows. <laughs> and the more I saw you two, the more I was like, I don't think I like you two. I don't. Yeah, it, 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 it's not that I think they're bad or anything. It's like what you were saying about Steely Dan. It's just like I kind of find it uninteresting. Yeah, and sometimes bland. you just don't feel it bad. Yeah, it's like ugh. yeah, and it's kind of pretentious. But it took me. I had to see them in concert five times before I realized that. Well, so, see, for me, I've never seen them live, so I'd have to see them live. But a lot of times, shit sounds better recorded, and some bands just don't have it live. Like they could have all the. Oh no. Was great. No, you they, just didn't feel if, it. If yeah. you like U 2s music, oh, you U2, were they were into yeah, yeah. What what I've realized over time is I'm just not into U 2s music. There you go. I, 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 so they sounded songs. great. They sounded great. You just weren't into it. Yeah, it didn't sound like it wasn't U two. Yeah. I was just like, you know, even like I liked the album Octung Baby when it came out in the early '90s, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's that's fun music. And then you know, I saw the concert, and I was like. <laughs> well, that's Michigan. <laughs> well, that's Michigan. Well, that's Ireland. Well, that's you too. <laughs> well, that's you too. <laughs> well, that's you fucking too, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the edge. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's our new. That's our new slogan. Well, that's two out of actors bitching. Well, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all you get. <laughs> no, the edge on guitar. No, no, no Bono with his coolest fucking sunglasses. Oh, is that, did you say a Bono? I thought it was Bono. Yeah, you bet you did. <laughs> wasn't, he, wasn't he related to Sonny Bono? Uh, yeah, Bono, dude. Come on. Gotta say it like a stoner. Fucking Bono. Fucking Bono. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, dad jokes of all time, I read, uh, it was like in a, like a, you know, a mad magazine had yeah. the books. They would yeah. put out the books yeah. and you could see like, and they put little jokes in the background, you know, yeah. they, like you may not necessarily, but there was one and it was just like way in the background of this panel. And it just said, if Yoko Ono married Sonny Bono, She'd be Yoko Ono Bono. <laughs> and I've never forgotten that. Yeah, it's funny how little things get in your head, right? You never forget certain fucking little jokes. I don't know why that tickles me. Yeah. Yoko Ono Bono. I wish she had. I've said this before in, I don't know, a couple episodes. Why did the dog go in the church? The door was open. That was one of my, Ta- favorite, that was one of my favorite jokes as a kid. I love that joke. Why did the dog go in the church? The door was open. I thought that was so fucking funny. <laughs> It's funny. It makes sense. Yeah, the fucking door's like, open. Like, We're in. Fucking door. <laughs> probably food in there. Yeah. Some of those Get Jesus some... body wafers. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. 
Isn't did. that what they call them? It's been a minute since I went to Catholic church. Yeah, All right. me too. We did it. You guys are awesome. Right. We went Thanks over. For, we went over for our fiftieth. Is an hour and seven minutes. Fiftieth. Fiftieth, dude. That's awesome, dude. Bye, Bye. motherfuckers. Later. Stop in it. We're stopping it. Oh, my fucking head gets so hot wearing these things. Oh, dude, I was here with my jacket, but oh, God. That tequila like, got me. Put myself like a little bit. Just... Yeah. Like, oh, it's getting warm in here. Yeah, I love your Burroughs backdrop. It's so awesome. <laughs> so I'm having to laugh every time just looking because his <laughs> fucking eyes in the picture. He's like, and sometimes like, cause I'm stoned. And here's like, right, remember right before, at the at the far side, you can see my crotch too. Like you probably, like if you had noticed that throughout the show, it'd have been really distracting. What? What are you talking about? Cause he's sitting on my lap. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. I just thought he was just kicking it like on a couch. Cause all I see is your t-shirt. And then his little eyes are perfectly behind you, like squinting, like mm, whatever, Todd. <laughs> Colby's been Colby's been in class for uh the last since 12:30 and Burroughs has been like he you know my bar there in the sunroom yeah. so Colby sits in one chair and he's on his computer doing his class and Burroughs sits on the other stool just the whole day just watching him work it's fucking adorable that is so awesome yeah they're pretty dope man yeah, our dogs do the same because I'm gone. So she says that both our dogs, they just sleep with the kids. Like Oh, do they really? The yeah. Because you're gone, they're more protective? Yeah. So they're just like sleeping right there at the end, like just watching everything. Like, it's funny, dude. Oh, that's like, awesome. And then like as they get up, they'll just go to the uh, the last one that's asleep and they'll go to their bed and they wait till they get up until they're all awake. They just keep oh, that's sleeping. cool. They sort of took over the like dadly duty of watching over yeah dude it's that's awesome. adorable what's today uh, today what's is th- the 11th i believe yeah may 11th yeah and i'll call terry in a bit we'll upload it she does have to help me doing that i could try to do it but i'd, I'd feel better if she did it Although I do know that I have to save it, so I could do that. Do, do you guys it. go on like a meeting together, and then she takes over your computer? No, I just call her. So what's up, babe? Oh, and she talks you through it. Uh, I do that Facebook. That's why I try to call you on the Facebook Zoom or uh, just FaceTime. Oh, because like on Facebook, I can call you. We get to see each other, and it's free. It's supposed to having to do a call because over here I get charged for phone calls and shit like that. So. <clears throat> but don't worry, I won't call you again, asshole. Well, right? Yeah, don't call it. Stop calling. <laughs> what are you what are you gonna do now hi <laughs> uh, dude i think i'm gonna chill i'm gonna call terry because it's uh we're doing i'm gonna make margaritas because i have like a little bit left of that uh taco tuesday 
little bit left of the 1800. So I now have some strawberries. Mm. So I'm going to make it, ooh, my mouth's watering. So I make a strawberry margarita and she's going to make a margarita at home. And we're going to toast and, you know, oh, talk, cool. hang out with the kids. Of course, I got to eat something. I don't know what I'm going to make. I feel like I, I guess I got to make tacos, but I don't feel like making tacos. Like a burger, man. See, this is this is my do life have, right now. Do you have the, do you have uh, ground beef or something? Oh yeah, dude. About I mean, at the order groceries. That's the thing. This has been really good for uh, me learning how to be a little bit more self sufficient. So, man, I got on here. I had to order food for myself, groceries, uh, deal with shit on line and stuff. So it's good for me. Terry's Terry's I've, loving it. I've gotten uh, residuals, you know? Yeah. And I immediately have slipped back into just ordering food. (laughs) 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 Fucking lazy. It's hard, dude. It's hard not to do. It's like, it's easy. Yeah. 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 But it's delicious. It is. We ordered Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, the thing is here over here, like, and there's different food here. That's very, you know, a lot of Indian uh, influence here and Asian. So some of these fast food restaurants are kind of weird and everything's like everywhere. Like a call, like I, I had one today. Cause I finally just said, yeah, send me some like, uh, you know, I ordered some beef patties and like the first time like, yeah, we have beef patties. I go beef patties, like for hamburgers, like, no, a beef patty. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck a beef patty is. So, could have bits about that, but never mind. Wait, Basically, what it's is like it? A, it's, it's like a Jamaican, it's like an empanada. It's like a little hot pocket. But here they call oh. them beef patties. What so do they call the beef burgers? That's just what I'm saying. A burger patty, I guess. I don't know. Not a beef patty. It's a burger patty. That's what I was saying. It's like beef patties. No, I don't want to make burgers. What's a beef patty? <laughs> so I found out and then. Yeah, this place, Runner, who's like the best delivery service here, because that's the only one I've been using, because you can call and like actually get a person on the phone. And they're like, all right, well, what do you want this time? They're like, do you want the same order? And I'm like, nah, let me switch it up. Let me get this, this. I go, what kind of empanadas do you guys have? It's really cool. And like they tell you. And they have booze, like the Dude, booze That's what it is. It's a booze They can chase service. you down a good bottle of scotch or whatever? Yeah, I mean, whatever they have. I look down the list and they'll they'll bring it to me like and dude like in two hours it's here like anything i order and it's dope and and, and, and there's weed and there's weed services there oh yeah yeah how long does it take to get weed well i can like as soon as i get out i'm going to get cash and i'm calling the first guy that i I found myself online because he's the only one that would deliver for some reason most delivery services here in toronto are only from 5 p.m to 9 p.m Oh, it's interesting. They only deliver at night. So it's like, okay, but potheads don't fucking smoke during the day. <laughs> so, uh, but I found this other guy. I just hit this guy and I have him on my phone and, I, and I'm going to hit him up. Say, hey, dude, Thursday we're on because he had the best weed I've found. Dude, it was like fucking blew my mind. Like, God damn. Like, and I got like two eighths uh, gummies and his gummies were two little squares, dude. Each one was 250 milligrams. Whoa. Like, yeah. So you just take they a lasted little, me like a little pain. That's all I was doing. They lasted me like a week. Yeah, dude. And at the end, my tolerance built up. So at the end, I ate a whole half. How and was like, that? I took that ride and it wasn't crazy. 
I mean, it was just mellow, cool. Like, did I ever tell this you? Guy had some really good. I told you uh, about that that time that I went to that dispensary in the valley. It was like a new dispensary. Now they've been around for a while. I'm sure they would make the same mistake. But the girl, like, I was looking for capsules, and they had a limited amount of, you know, just like pills, weed pills at the time. And she, there was a bottle. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, we've got these." And I was like, well, are they sativa? And she's like, they're a hybrid, I think. And I looked at the bottle and it said 100 milligrams on it, you know? And I was like, 100 milligrams, that sounds like a lot at once, you know, to to take. And she's like, oh, no, 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 it's 100 milligrams per bottle. So each pill is a small amount of. So I, I went home and I took one and it wasn't like it was just like Friday. And Hill and I were supposed to go out, you know, with some friends of ours. And so I took one, you know, like four o'clock and I was like, oh, all right, cool. We'll see how this goes. And then I got so fucking obliterated, fucked up. And then I looked at the bottle again, like fucked up, like, uh, uh, and I looked at it as like, no, 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 it's not a hundred milligrams per bottle. It's a hundred per capsule. I was so fucked, and like the yeah, kind of fucked dude, up, that like is, that is no fun because it's like I felt no. like I felt like there was a giant weight on my chest and I couldn't get up. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, and like you're a no fat fun. guy was sitting on me, and I had to go out. And, and you're no like, fun. You're no fun around nobody. You're like paranoid. Like they know. <laughs> <laughs> and and. <laughs> And, it, and I did not say a fucking word all night. I didn't want Hillary to think that I was an idiot. <laughs> so I went out. <laughs> so you just like when I went through the whole night. And at the end of the night, she was like, are you okay? You were acting a little strange tonight. And I told her everything. <laughs> she was like, why yeah. didn't you just say so? If you had said that at the beginning of the night, we could either cancel the plans or just getting it off. You're unloading the fact that you're totally fucked up might've made you okay with it, you know, but because you hung on yeah, to it, it yeah, made yeah. worse. I was like, yeah, but when you're yeah, high, you're not, enjoy it. when you're that high, you're not making the best decisions. You're like, Oh, I, yeah, I went up. to, uh, go ahead. We went to Santa Cruz to some, uh, weddings, uh, Terry's friend was getting married. And it was like their engagement party or something. And I ate some edibles, dude. I was faded. I was so fucked up. Literally, I was like wasted. I was so wasted. I turned around one time and I threw this ball and it hit the fucking bride's mom right in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what did you do? I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She goes, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Dude, that. The fucking the, her fiance came up to me, Mike. This dude, he's a really cool guy. He fucking went back to school to be a linesman. The guys that go up and put the fucking electrical fucking dude. What a fucking job! It's ridiculous. Yeah. But anyways, he comes up to me and he goes, "Dude, are you all right?" <laughs> I was just standing there staring at something for a long time. Oh uh, shit! Um, I just realized. <laughs> I realized I forgot to stop recording when we stopped recording Audacity. So I've been recording all of this. I'm going to put it on as a bonus. Oh, that's awesome. 